listening to Chill Time with Will Moore. One, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is William Moore, and you know what it is. This is Chill Time is Will Time. I know I've been a little bit of absent, you know, here lately, uh, but I'm back, back in full effect. Um, been busy, really, uh, making a lot of moves career-wise, professionally. Had a lot of great successes here lately. Um, a lot of awesome things happening, so I've really been focusing on that. Um, but I haven't forgot about, uh, you know, my podcast, and it's, you know, that's obviously, uh, as you guys know, is a side passion of mine. Um, and so I'll never give that up, man. I think it's an awesome outlet to get my thoughts out along with my blogging and, uh, also bring new ideas, uh, new commentary to you guys. Also introduce you to, uh, just new things, you know, with the different guests that I bring on. Um, without further ado, um, I actually got a guest on here with us today. Um, he is not new. He's been on the show before, but as always, always let my guests introduce themselves. So, all right, bro. So let them know you ain't new to this. You true to this. Go ahead and introduce yourself, boss. Yes, indeed. My name Ra Get Doe. Graduate Spine Life through the Third Eye. You know what I stand for. And it's a pleasure to talk with you, Will. Awesome, man. It's a pleasure to talk with you too, man. I know we uh we've kind of been uh crossing paths and um going back and forth over a couple of weeks, really trying to schedule this conversation. And uh, I'm glad we can finally kind of you know. Get our get our schedules to match and sit down and do this. I know in between me, you know, traveling or for work and doing a lot of different things, and also you. I know I, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you've relocated yourself. Um, just you know, people just trying to get everything else uh, on par and 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 handle the business, you know, as they say. But uh, as I said, I'm glad I could uh, touch base with you now, and we could just really you know sit down and have a conversation. I thought it'd be cool on this episode. You know, really no um, no direct topic, but really just to, you know, let the listeners kind of just sit down and get a glimpse of uh, two, uh, two motivated cats really just having a conversation uh, focused on and just having a conversation about how we want to get ahead. Talk about our goals, talk about, you know, some of our achievements and um, really talk about how we can influence our sphere, our immediate sphere, and then also... Uh, our, um, you know, our, our in more indirect network to do more positive things and for everybody to see the light. You know what I mean? Yes, indeed. Um, that's definitely um, where it's at, you know, and where we're trying to take it at. Where, where we're taking it at right now in the moment. And, you know, it's all about motivation and creating. Um, creating what we love to do and, you know, letting that be like a, a, a butterfly effect, a baby that, you know, goes out into the world and it um, touches people's hearts and lives. Um, exactly. Like what you're doing, you know, you got a lot of purpose. What you're doing, and you you got you establishing a platform for people to grow on. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And I appreciate you, man. I'm, I, you know, I always say, you know, if we don't have a purpose, um, and more importantly, man, if there's no creativity, man, like, what are we without creativity? You know, I feel like uh, a world without creativity is like uh, almost like a hell, man. It's like a slow death, you know, not being yourself, not being original and not not being able to create, man. I, I believe that we're all born creators. I believe, you know, that just it's just that some of us along the way, some of us have it kind of conditioned out of us and some of us have it cultivated within us. And so we stay true to it. But I believe there's a creator in all of us. Some of us create beautiful things. Some of us create joy. Some of us create havoc. You know what I mean? And that's and, and negativity. It's not something that we necessarily want to be around, but it's just to highlight that creativity comes in all shapes, forms, and fashions, you know? It's true indeed. Uh, I do understand that. And it seems like some of the negativity, you know, I guess it inspires the, the positivity. It gives the people with hearts to understand for, um, it's like, I see life to a degree as, you know, the creator, the ultimate creator made, made us. We here, however the roots or origins be, but it's like before you let somebody into the house, you want to get to know them, make sure they, and getting to know them is make sure they make the right choices. You don't want nobody to, you know, make you havoc constantly in your, you know, your crib, your place, even though sometimes we mess up and that happens, but we learn and we grow, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah, true indeed, man. True indeed. So why don't you kind of 
kind of just update me, man. What's been going on with you lately? Oh, uh, life. Um, I'm still working on my my second book. I say second, actually second to third. A few books. Um, I'm working on a special project, and it it, it deals with limited edition books, and I want to turn it into like a gallery. Uh, a different, unique art experience. You know, I believe art is a way we could change, change the world in a major degree as artist creation. Everything is art from, you know, like the grass on the ground to the color of the sky and the, the sun inside of the sky or outside of the sky, depending on how your perception is, you know? Right, right. Um, and we know perception is huge, man. Perception is a... Uh, <laughs> perception... Perception is the only difference between uh, the hero and the villain. And the reason I say that is because <clears throat> depending on what angle you look at, you know, the hero and the villain can be one and the same. You know what I mean? You know, George Washington was a hero to uh, to 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 people, you know, colonists living here in America. But if you ask anybody in England or the Queen during the time, he was a terrorist. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely feel you, uh it, it, it is a lot about perception. How do you feel about ultimate truth? I do feel there's an ultimate truth, but, you know, it gets deep. Uh, what do you think? I agree with that. I think that there is an ultimate truth. Matter of fact, I'll go even farther. Um, I hate when I hear people make comments like, speak your truth. Um, because there's there's only one truth. You, I, I, I can handle people saying, speak your opinion, or tell tell your story, but there's only one truth, right? There's a truth, there's a right, and there's a wrong. And I know that there's some gray in there when it comes to, when it comes to right and wrong. But when it comes to truth, there's only one truth. And when you, when you say tell people to speak their truth, what you do is you give validity to unfounded concepts or an incorrect thought paths. And, and and I'll give you an example. I give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's take a, a racist or a fascist, right? Their truth could be that they are sub, you know superior to any other race because of what they look like because they're because of their skin color right but that's their opinion that's not a fact we know that that we know that you know on a scientific level that is patently incorrect right so in that so so in that respect that's not a truth they're not speaking a truth they're speaking their opinion and they, and everybody is free to have an opinion I'm okay with everybody having an opinion. But just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's correct. You can have an opinion and be wrong. And I reserve the right to tell you that you're full of crap if you're speaking out, if you're spitting out uh, hateful garbage. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely uh, feel you. Uh, it is a lot of, you know, and, and I like how you said that because people say speak your truth, and that's true. And I understand we all do have different perceptions, but it's like could. In our hearts, we got a GPS. We know what's really, you know, what's, you know, really right. And I understand right and bad does. The, the line can get blurred as far as karma goes. Though, how you say, you know, there's, I believe there's the ultimate truth. And some of us run around it because I guess we choose to do what we want to do. You know, it's like, uh, a, you know, it's like somebody that smokes cigarettes a, a lot, a lot. And it's like, hey, you know, they want to change their life, but they, they still get a pack of cigarettes. Right. Um, and, 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 and that's fine. You know, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm okay with anybody doing what they want to do, you know, it's a free, it, you got free will, do whatever you want to do, I always say, my motto is, you can do and say whatever you want to do, man, as long as you are, you know, do whatever it takes to make yourself happy, as long as you're not hurting yourself, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, because once you do that, then it becomes, then it beca then it becomes questionable, and more importantly, you know what I'm saying, um, if you hurting somebody else, then that's definitely an issue, you know what I mean? Because you're involving other people in your decisions. Now, as far as, you know, hurting yourself or whatnot, that's, um, that's, uh, that's one of those gray areas. Because you could say somebody, you know, drinking too much or whatever, or smoking or whatever, you know, say they're harming themselves. But everything in moderation, you know what I mean? As long as your decisions uh, don't bring harm to anybody yeah. else, you know, that's where I have, that's where I have a problem. I definitely agree with you. Um, 
everything in moderation. Uh, it's funny you said that because I was just about to say how balance is key. And you write about that. Well, you know, and it gets so deeper, though. And I guess, we, you know, I believe there are stages in life, like a baby grows and learns from their parent how to crawl and walk. You know, we go through certain levels of school. Some people skip grades. Some people stay back. But um, it, it makes me think, like, to roots of society, like, you know, some pa- um, parents or kids having kids and, you know, that what they do doesn't really affect the kid, you know? And how big of an effect is that? Do they affect other kids with what they learn from a parent that hasn't actually become a responsible, quote-unquote, responsible adult? So, you know, I, I try to find out roots and roots to get to a certain utopia. But sometimes maybe we don't want a utopia. I, I remember... Um, you believe... Uh, you believe... You believe a utopia is possible? I believe, uh, yeah, I believe a utopia is possible, but uh, <laughs> it, it might seem like free will will be gone. <laughs> you know, it really might seem like free will will be gone because knowing every, you know, certain things have a consequence to a degree. Right. Um, I'll, I'll be, I'll go out on a limb and I'll be the first to tell you I don't believe in a utopia. And the reason I don't believe in a utopia um, is because uh, the one common denominator in that uh, is human beings, man. We're fallible, self-destructive creatures. <laughs> Seriously, we're, we're, we're very fallible. We're fallible, self-destructive creatures. We find ways to, it seems like we find new ways every day to bring pain or, disple- or displeasure to one another. Uh, or destroy like the planet, you know, destroy our surroundings. Like that's just that's just how we function, and operate. Do I think everybody's like that? No, not at all. I think that there are some very amazing people out there, people who only look to grow, create, learn, um, who thrive off watching others do well. But as a whole, I'm saying as 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 a whole, our society has gone so far down that rabbit hole of destruction that we. We are we're stuck. I feel like right now we're stuck in a um, a perpetual state of just trying to maintain. And I don't even think we're maintaining well, especially when you look at the current political state. You look at uh, uh, look at look at the moral compass of some people out there, man. I mean, look at look at our nation as a whole, right? Not only are we politically in shambles, but we're one of the richest nations in the world. You can walk outside your door right now, and how many? homeless folks do you see how many people going hungry do you see how many people with mental health issues do we see not getting a proper treatment people not being able to afford health care uh different things like that we have too many resources in this country for those things to be issues we have enough money in this country and enough space in this country to make sure that everybody has a roof over their head and that everybody's eating Everybody is getting proper med- medical, you know, care. Everybody with mental health issues is, you know, get, able to have those issues properly addressed. But we don't want to do that, man. You know what I mean? Either some of us are too focused on the wrong things. Some of us are focused on the right things and putting up a fight. But we're wearing down on that fight. And some people, some of us just don't care because we feel like it doesn't directly impact us. Even though, um, oh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, everything that goes on this planet and it, you know, impacts everybody. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we 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 all connected. You know what I mean? Like in this, in this, in the grand scheme of things, man. Like we're all a power, part of this, uh, this power grid. You know what I mean? Like this unseen power grid that we, you know, we feed off each other. We grow. We get positive and negative charges off one another. Like we grow. We succeed. We fail. We, you know, we 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 feed off one another, man. We're just connected. And I, I know I understand, you know, it's, it seems like I'm rambling on right now, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where I just, for one, it's late, <laughs> you know, I'm tired. But two, you know, I mean, I got a lot of thoughts running through my head about that, man. And it's just like, you know, when you're just sitting down kind of rambling, getting the thoughts out, man, they come out in, 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 in any type of way. And no, that's art right there. Um, you, you made a lot of sense. And I definitely... um. 
fills you on a lot of the points. I remember uh, somebody saying, you know, the aliens, <laughs> they probably go around Earth and looking like, <laughs> they look down <laughs> and see humans and like, nah, we can't go to this planet. There's <laughs> some scary creatures down there, you know? Right, and, right. You know, uh, I think it's a lot of, it's like, I like the evil, but the evil, it seems it's a gift and a curse sometimes because, you know, it's about creating, though at the same time, it's leaving our legacy or, you know, affecting and touching lives, but at the same time, it's about unity. And I, I try to go down to roots and things. It seems like, I remember back from when they say the Pharaoh, or let's say wherever life started at is, like started in Africa, maybe they had a certain ruling type of a system that was, it was great, you know, but as, you know, kids come along, they like, hey, when you when I'm 18, you can't tell me what to do, you know? And saying that, it's like... I remember thinking that at one point until I had to start, until uh, my grand and then was like, oh, so you want to pay the bills now? That stopped all of that. like the Hama, it's like the uh, it's like the uh the Hammurabi code old laws of Sumeria yeah <laughs> I I that's where I for an eye and stuff like that comes from Yeah, tell me, what do you think, where do you see things going in this country or in this world within the next 10 years? Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of change. I believe the... Oh, that's for sure. (laughs) No, I was saying, yeah, that's for sure. It's going to be a lot of change. There's a lot of change happening now. Right, right. Um, I believe I believe the world is on. You know, I think it's going to be, in, let's say, maybe not a utopia, but I believe it's going to be almost how some say a, a a better place. You know, I believe it might be a natural disaster. I believe Mother Nature is going to play a course. You know, because they say climate change and it's so much plastic in the oceans. You feel me, like? Um, if humans don't want to change Mother Nature is going to be like okay y'all y'all going to keep fucking messing me up like this I'm, I'm going to show y'all you feel me oh yeah I'm Mother gonna, Mother, Mother Nature is undefeated man she's undefeated Mother Nature and Father Time are undefeated man that's just how it goes they're the, they're the undisputed uh, uh, heavyweight champions of the world <laughs> <laughs> you, you're definitely right you know and it's like it's like the uh the parent waiting for the, you know, and uh, 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 getting hit by a little kid. And uh, the parent don't really want to hit the kid just yet, but the, the kid is still swinging, and it's like, hey, I'm trying to give you chances to, you know, to, like, act right. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then when they hit the kid, it just start crying, and, you know, it's like, hey, I told you so. <laughs> that's a, that's an um, interesting analogy you, you use to compare people's interaction with nature a parent and a child huh i, I suppose i haven't really I've, i haven't really ever looked at it like that before it's deep right i know you see it uh it's so much uh it's the evil 
eagle is real big, but the eagle is beautiful at the same time. But I noticed, like, even with my former situations, you know, I've been through a lot in life, and I'm sure we all have, though. And I realized so, so many people want to be leaders. Even I wanted to be a leader. Maybe I wasn't ready, or maybe I was ready. So, but that goes um, to show what is balance, what is destiny, what is reincarnation. Are there people that was born leaders before and just have, you know, like old souls? Right. You believe in reincarnation? Uh, yeah, I, I believe in it. It's funny you said that. I was just watching a movie, Jupiter Ascendant, and they said, they, they put it as reincarnation. The person didn't know they was reincarnated, but another... Uh, an older being that lived for millennium told him, like, we call reincarnation when certain genes line up in a certain pattern and you, you are born at a certain date and, you know, you have the same energy signature as whatever previous being. Um, long story, not sure, <laughs> but uh, do you believe in reincarnation? You know what, man? I I don't know. I, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I, I believe that anything's possible. I'm a person that never likes to use the word impossible. Um, I'm a I'm a very science grounded person, but I believe there are some things that science, as we know it, can't explain because it's not like we've figured out everything in science. You know, we're just making new discoveries every day. We're learning more in physics every day. We're learning, especially uh, when it comes to. Uh, the Higgs boson, you know, particle and the, you know, the Hadron Collider and stuff like that, which, you know, we're learning new, new things all the time. Um, I do believe in different dimensions, stuff like that. I know I'll probably lose some listeners off of that. They're going to be like, this dude's crazy. Um, I believe in different dimensions. I do believe in, um, uh, extraterrestrial life. Um, that to me is almost like a no brainer because I just think it's intellectually, naive and and I've said this before and intellectually arrogant to believe that as huge (coughs) as the galaxy is and the universe is that has you know millions of other galaxies in it that we are the only forms of of life or sentient life out there that just makes no sense by pure odds that that doesn't make sense uh, I know if you're going to go by the scientific method of, you know, before claiming something as fact, having to prove it. No, we haven't been able to prove that yet. No, we haven't encountered any other life forms and other from other planets or galaxies or whatever like that. Um, but that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Um, I think, you know, like I said, I think that, you know, Anybody in their right mind would have to theorize that there are other life forms that are out there. Um, I also, like I said before, I do believe that there are such things as different dimensions. I do believe that the you know the life that we live, this thin veil of reality that we function in, that you know it is just that it's a veil. That there are other things going on that we don't see with our naked eye. You know what I mean, like. It, we it, we need that third eye to view and see these other things. You know what I mean? So I'm just a person that believes in a lot of different possibilities, man. <clears throat> I think that that is what makes life worth living. I think that it's what makes life interesting. Um, and it's what makes life fun, man. Because, like I said, without creativity and um, also without, you know, having these type of questions in the search to answer these questions... Man, it would just things would just be boring to me. <laughs> you you're right about that, and that's some deep thoughts, and I, I agree with you a lot. You know, right, right. Uh, the world is bigger than most realize. You know, the third eye open, fourth eye for some, um, how it go, and though I'm realizing whatever type of balance we in, it seems like, you know, I guess some are ready for it and some are not, you know? Right. Uh, because it can, it can drive people, um, you know, some people might not be able to handle it mentally because imagine a person that already can't handle some parts of life. Um, so showing them certain things might make them, you know, totally lose it. 
You know what? Uh, I, I'll tell you something funny about me. When I was a kid, you know, when they used to... Did you ever used to play that game when you were younger and you and your friends would be like, you know, make a wish. If you could have anything in the world or any power in the world, what would it be? Did you ever used to do that? Yeah. I yeah. Mine, mine was to know all the secrets of the universe. Mine was to know all the secrets of the universe, um, past, present, and future. And it wasn't until I it wasn't until I got older though that I realized I was like, man, you might all that information and actually retaining all that information in a functional in a functional way, you might actually go crazy off of that. I can definitely understand, right? Because trying to uh, um, spend them half of the infinite possibilities and what is half of infinity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your brain doesn't have the capacity to be able to hold all of that in a in a in a legit legit way. But then again, I can't say that because we haven't even we don't even have the complete science down about you know you know the human brain you know what I mean like there's still studies going on about that it's not like we have it completely mapped out and understand it 100 percent um, of the way so who knows but my my guess is you know what I mean like you a person will go crazy trying to figure that all out I, I agree the average right I believe how you said this is a possibility that a person might not but I believe it's rare. It seems like to me, how I see life, there are different archetypes, archetypes, or yeah. it could be premortal, premortal beings. Maybe they're the same thing. Um, I believe that above, so below. So there's uh, the sun in the sky. There's a sun god probably walking on earth. There's a moon. There's a moon god, goddess. Maybe they they have both features. You know, maybe there's something that represent earth. Um, I remember watching a. Uh, a Marvel documentary and they told told how in the Marvel universe they have beings that represent eternity, being that represent death, it, being a being that represent balance, chaos and order. It, it's, it's deep, you know. Right, right. Well that's I think that that's just playing off of uh that's playing off the ideas that we have in in some of our religions, though, because you see those that same thought process in some religions and some faiths. Um, you know, across the world. Yeah, true. It's different. Um, it's different. Um, I think. I think. I think that that's a great. I think that that's a great example of art imitating life, right? Because you know the whole Marvel thing—that's art, right? It's creativity. Um, but that's imitating life. That's imitating real life things and concepts. Uh, from different cultures. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Almost like the entire what we know as all the continents is like a solar system, and maybe Earth is you know just one continent, you know. Right, right. When we go to another country, you know, we are aliens. Well, they say we are aliens. (laughs) You know, a foreign immigrant alien. Maybe it's something deeper than that, you know. Oh, I think it's it's totally feasible. That uh, life that's on Earth, you know, actually comes from someplace else. You know, before the uh, before the atmosphere and stuff like that uh, was fully developed, you know, debris, comets, debris, stuff like that, float through space all the time, man. And, you know, and so it's totally feasible to think that some of those for very first microbes and uh, uh, cells and different forms of life that germinated on this planet and flourished into what we see as life today started actually, actually off planet, probably started somewhere else. It's completely feasible uh, to think to think that that is an option. Truly, um, it's deep, right? It, it's amazing. It's a, it's a big, a very, very big galaxy. Many great dimensions out there. If you have the opportunity... If you have the if you have the opportunity, so like you know, we got the space race, the new age space race these days. Instead of, instead of it being the space race back in like the fifties and sixties between countries like the Soviet Union, 
or the at that time the Soviet Union in America, the space race now is between billionaires, right? We got Jeff Bezos and we got Elon Musk, you know, trying to uh, both you know funding space programs to see who can be the first to really help start colonies or whatever um off world on you know the moon or mars or something like that if you had the opportunity now there's no doubt that that is going to be something that's uh, a privilege only for the wealthy right you get I, I i you know men this you know men who are this wealthy and are that driven by money and uh capitalism they always got money on the mind so they're not going to allow an opportunity like that to just be handed to anybody you know, just to be hand to the, handed to the common man or the common person. So you're going to have to pay top dollar to be able to afford an opportunity to be on one of these flights, that uh, to charter one of these flights that they're going to have, with, that's said, is going to be said or predicted to be available when either one or both of these men complete their space programs and they're shown to be successful. If you have the opportunity to do so, would you? I would want to venture off into space. What if it was a one-way trip? You couldn't come back. Uh, I'm not sure about the one-way trip. I would want to help out the Gaia Earth right now. Like, like, you know, help out the Right, right. No, I. I dig it. I would do it, but I, I'm gonna tell you the reason why. Not because I'm trying to escape Earth, but I am an explorer at heart. I am a scientist at heart. It's what I love. Um, anybody who knows me on an intimate level knows that that is like a dream of mine. So even if it was a one-way trip, even if I knew I couldn't come back, I would be living a dream to be out in space, living out the rest of my life in space, traveling to a different galaxy or a different planet. Even if I didn't live to see it, you know, to see it myself, and, I, you know, I didn't live to get there. The fact that I knew that I was forging a new path and doing something different, that would bring a smile to my face, man, because that's what my life has always been about, forging a different path and doing something different. Um, and I think that that's why I've been able to carve out the niche that I have for myself professionally in my line of work and been able to get some of the accolades that I've been that I've received recently because I've been unafraid to try and do new things and despite the fact that whether or not other people see it see the vision and believe in the vision or not it's still been my vision or or if it wasn't started off as my vision originally and it's a vision of someone else's it's been something that I believed in even if other people didn't and so I've had the courage to follow that vision and I wouldn't be, I, don't, I think, I, I don't think that I would be me if I would, didn't take an opportunity like that. I like that. And, and that's a great thing. You know, you do got a great vision. And I believe, you know, the right one's always going to see your vision. And your vision is always going to be, you know, your vision. Right, right. It's part of your heart. And that's cool to, you know, like to explore, you know, to explore out of the limits as they would say right <laughs> yeah man push the limits bro i mean that's what it's all about um you know i i just what could be better you know what i mean what could be better um so yeah you know if i'm ever blessed with the opportunity to do so man you best believe i'd be you know i'd be on that trip bro i would definitely be on my trip i'd be trying to convince family members to come with me too I'm for it, man. I'm with it if I'm with it if that's the case. I'm with it if that's the case. So tell me something else, man. What uh, what's up with your future plans? I know you alluded to earlier, kind of coming up with sort of a a look, a concept book of sorts. Um, and I remember the first time I had you on the show, we talked about a little bit briefly about you know the the first book you wrote and kind of your thought process with writing that book and your journey, the journey you took into. Uh, leading up to writing that first book. Um, so I think, you know, it's just interesting. You know, I think it would be interesting to kind of hear about some of your future plans, especially seeing as how we're kind of catching up. And we, you know I mean? We, we, we haven't been able to touch base for a while. True, true. 
Well, I'm working on a few projects as far as um, you know, writing goals. I wanna, I wanna create like, I call it like a, a art. What would you call it? Just basically an art era. Just re revitalize the new art era, and I believe a lot will be through poetry. And I'm creating some limited edition books, and they basically will be, you know, like. Some of them gonna be handwritten. Some gonna have like it's gonna be unique. I don't want to um go too deep in all of it, but it's gonna be different twists and spins. And I want to have an art gallery. I want to just it's gonna be more than an art gallery. It's gonna have people that draw there. It's gonna be have people that dance there. Um, I'm working on another book called The Parables of Ra and Cosmic Love. I know it seemed like a a few projects or maybe too much some would say but you know i got a real high attention deficit disorder as they say but i believe that's almost like a superpower you know you you're able to switch and move like flash i can dig it i can dig um, it yeah so so uh, it's so it's interesting that you use the word revitalize so you feel like the art world or certain disciplines in art need revitalization touch with the, the uh, everybody has a different heart so I believe when we create we're touching it with our unique essence and nowadays the, I don't want to I don't like to use the word many because when I, I when the word many and a lot is almost like putting the world in a box as I realize even though I probably used it a few times in conversation and so I want to say some of the world is they they do their art, but more so people want to do want to make money. I want to make money, of course, with it, but I see my money as different. Like even though my name means says Giddy Dope, but it, it stands for the dope part. Dollars organized for elevation. So I see each dollar as energy and fuel and ways I could touch another life. Now I can dig that. Yeah, I see like I see me touching lives by poetry, you know. Yeah. Um, writing and heal, helping heal other people's hearts and giving hope or doing whatever I can do that maybe you know help them elevate in their journey. So you so you like poetry a lot then? Yeah, I like poetry writing. That's my therapeutic uh, expression outlet. So, have you ever read, uh, reason I'm asking, because I was at this rare bookstore not long ago, uh, and I saw a collection of uh, poems by Pablo Neruda, and then I also got uh, the book uh, USA by Saul Williams, and it's, it's, it's his compilation of poems uh, that he wrote. Have you ever, have you read either one of those? Actually, I haven't. I heard of the first one. And my poetry is more so derived from, like, because I used to be an artist, a rapper. Right. So I, you know, I, I probably listen to a million of Tupac songs, but I do want to get deeper into the history of it to know, you know, the, the giant that I'm standing on. So even though I believe music is a, a form of the, you know. Right, right. No, I um, dig it, man. I, I suggest I suggest either one of them, man. Um you know, Pablo Neruda is, you know, anybody who's really into, you know, some of the, some of the classic poetry knows um, that he was an amazing poet, amazing writer. And then Saul Williams, anybody knows me, I'm constantly bragging on him. He is just an overall, you know, a, you know, outstanding artist, whether it be spoken word, you know, poetry, rap, uh, you know, his activism, you know what I mean? Um some of the collaboration projects he does musically with jazz musicians, other hip hop artists, you know, just all around, just amazing. Like he's he's an icon to me. Um, so I really think that you would enjoy that book if you ever got a chance to uh, pick it up and read it. Either one of those uh, books. That's amazing. I appreciate that, and I will definitely check it out. I do want to get deeper into the art, and like I said, I want to revitalize it. I want to even change change the game 
Yeah, my grandma used to say that all the time, man. It's interesting you brought that up because it reminds me of uh, this concept I, uh, I read out of a book. Uh, and it's called, it was called uh, How Human Creativity uh, Created the World. And the concept that came from it is like so many people are looking to be original and do something completely different. Whether it, whether it comes to like art or inventions or whatever be the case. And the, basically what the authors uh, wrote and articulated in the book is that Nothing, there, real, there really are no uh, original ideas that everything, I, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, every idea that, you know, comes from our minds or that we uh, articulate or express is actually um, either uh, a, a version of something that we've already seen in nature or somewhere else. And he said that we use the con- the concepts or the uh, the characteristics of blending, breaking, or bending images or creations or concepts that we see in other places, and we've used either one of those three aspects or all three of them together to come up with something that we deem to be new. When actually it's just an inspiration. It was inspired by something that we've already seen. That's deep, and I do agree with that, like, 98%, or, you know, like, we're the same, like, it's different comments. That's, that's really deep. It's something, like, we might not even know that it came across our mind or hit our subconscious, but, you know, we were influenced by that. Really, I believe, though, like, let's say imagine, you know, even though I know they say it's no, it's no, it's no time, but before... Before houses were created, you know, like, you know, even though houses may be a reiteration of like little huts or little caves, that that's that seems like it's something new to a degree that was really, you know, changed the world. Yeah. So I think, so I hear what you're saying, but I really kind of, I really. What that author wrote really kind of resonates with me. Because when you do it, so like, for instance, I'm really interested in design, all types of design. Clothing design, art, structural design, architecture, all of that. I have books and magazines that uh, are where, where those disciplines are the, the centerpiece um, of, 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 of all those you know different books and publications that I have or that I subscribe to. And so when you look through there, like you can see some rare, some, some, some truly innovative ideas and creations, right? But when you really pay attention to them or you really look at them or when you read the article about it, usually the architect or the artist or the designer always talks about being inspired by something else that they saw. So an inspired doesn't mean that it's a direct copy. It could just be that something they liked something about or they were stimulated by something that they viewed somewhere else something that they smelled saw tasted felt and it came out in a a form of expression that enabled them to create something else completely completely different so in a way it's almost like uh both are true right um you can create something completely new but at the same time it did it was birthed from something else. Um, the concept or the thought process behind creating this new product did come from something else. Uh, um, I can dig that to degrees because that made me, I was just, um, this might relate, I was just thinking about like the Avatar, the last airbender, you know, how everything yeah, is yeah. element for elements, you know, so it, it makes, you know, just like it, that's deep to me. 
break everything down to like just a few elements and and I know that might not seem like it but like right. that TV is a part of them elements that we are this door that wall and and I, I could um, definitely see it so maybe it is a little twist unless we come out with a new element maybe <laughs> um that's that's deep because sometimes I guess uh, does it actually feel like we are creating then does it feel like we're just flowing does that mean life is written it's the script we're going through you know that makes you makes a person wonder well you know Shakespeare did have a a, a line in the play as you like it all the world's a stage with its men and women merely players. Like life is a production. We're all playing a role. Um, that being said, um, I don't think the fact that you are inspired by something takes away from the creativity or takes away from uh, a product that you that you put out. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's flattering. You know what I mean? I think it takes away if, if, it's a, if it's a direct copy, if it's a direct replica. That's not creative at all. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's that's forgery. That's stealing. Um, but if you're able to look at something that somebody else did or created and either improve upon it or take some elements of that to make something beautiful or functional in a completely different manner than the original piece that inspired you, I think that's an ode to creativity, man. That's an ode to ingenuity. And I think that that is, in essence, too, what makes what makes people people. I like that. Yes, indeed. You know, like, I guess the remix, we all remix something. If everything came from one, it's almost like, you know, <laughs> two, three, not diluting things. It's just uh, a different perception, a different view. Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. That's amazing. Like, it's creation. That's what's up, man. Well, I want to let you know, man. I just want to thank you for coming on the show today, man. I really appreciated you. And I want you to uh, always feel free, man. To uh, come back on, man. We got to chop it up and do it again. It felt good to kind of get on here and rap and and just kind of speak with somebody and not really talk about necessarily any heavy topics or any political topics or really have an agenda, man. It just felt good to just get on here and just talk, um, especially after, you know, a, a long day at work, man. So I appreciate you for getting on here, entertaining me and, and being willing to have a conversation with me, bro. I appreciate yourself too. Thank you for the platform. Thanks for the interesting talks and conversation. You know, you're a bright young individual that's you know doing a lot. Yeah, man. I you know I appreciate you, man. I'm definitely uh I'm definitely trying, bro. I'm definitely trying. You know, I wanna like I said, I want to change things. I want to do things different. I want to uh, make a significant impact. Just in, in in life in general, and do and do some and do some cool things, man. So, um, it's it's cool to run into a like mind who who likes to do the same. Um, so with that, man, um, I want to say to my audience, I appreciate you guys listening to us today. Um, I appreciate you waiting on this this long-awaited episode to drop. Um, as always, if you got any comments, questions, anything like that. You know, um, hit me up at chilltimepod at gmail.com. Um, if you want to be on the show, um, contact me, chilltimepod at gmail.com. You can also uh, catch any news about uh, the podcast um, on the Instagram account, which is chilltimepod. Um, and I just want to say I appreciate y'all. I appreciate, the, you know, those who stuck around with me, who continue to listen to the show, continue to support Continue to tell others about it. Um, whatever plat- you know, podcast platform you listen to the podcast on, please leave us a review. Um, give us a rating. It uh, it definitely helps. It makes it easier for other people to find the podcast. 
Um, if there's any critiques, comments, or critiques you have, let me know about that too. But I appreciate you guys. Always have, always will. And I'll continue to put out, you know, material that I think you guys like and want to listen to and continue to find great guests to have great conversations like my man Rye here tonight. So with that being said, you know, this is Chill Time is Will Time. My name is William Moore. And it's my guy here, Ra, and we out of here.